0: It's been three years since my next guest shared her riveting story of faith, passion for justice, and a stellar career all leading up to her latest New York Times best-selling, Don't Lie to Me and Stop Trying to Steal Our Freedom. The third installment in a trilogy of truth that includes Liars, Leakers, and Liberals, Radical Resistance and Revenge. And now, with the ramifications of those lies in full swing, and an administration totally unhinged, making America look more like Venezuela than the land of the free and the home of the brave. Is it any wonder that her newly released title, Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic, is an indictment of just that? As you will soon hear. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome to testimony, always an honor, co-host of The Five on the Fox News Channel, former host of the decade-long Justice with Judge Jeanine, a one-hour Saturday evening must-see that riveted the listener with her classic opens and left jaws on the floor with her brilliant summations. In short, legal prowess at its best, and millions of patriots Agree. Please welcome a great joy, indeed, the Honorable Judge Janine Pirro. Judge Pirro, Janine, if I may, welcome back to Testimony.
1: Well, it's great to be with you again, and I'm very grateful to be uh, to be asked to return, and that was some rendition of my books, uh, and hopefully this one will be as successful as the other ones were, so thank you, and it's great to talk with you.
0: Well, I've loved reading it this far. Before we begin our brief time here today, I just want to give a shout-out to AJ Rice of Publius for yeah. connecting us. And also, I want to share just a little bit more about your history-making career, which has spanned three decades as a litigator with 100% conviction rate, prosecuting trial attorney, judge, and district attorney, making you a woman of firsts. As I have read, and I reiterate, the first woman to try a murder case in Westchester County, mm-hmm. New York, the first woman ever to be elected judge to this same county, as well as a district attorney, you gained national recognition for founding one of the nation's first domestic violence units, giving voice to silent victims of violent crimes, and was the first to create ops to catch internet pedophiles and more. You are a warrior's warrior, a woman, of first, and your Emmy Award winning and syndicated courtroom TV show would be just the start of all that was to come, and brilliantly so. So let's get right to it, starting with the overall premise of Crimes Against America and why every American needs to be reading it.
1: Judge Janine Pirro. Well. Thank you so much for that. I mean, I, it, it's you know, it's interesting when I hear you talk about things like the first this and the first that. I wonder if it isn't as much a testament to how old I am as opposed to the success at that particular moment in time. But thank you. Um, look, uh, Crimes Against America is a book that I wrote, uh, which was a relatively easy book to write because everything that we are living through right now is reflected in the book. It's about the left's takedown of America. And I begin the book with the discussion of the breach of sovereignty. We are no longer a sovereign nation uh, with borders. We are literally a globalist landing spot with benefits. People come here who are not invited. That they are not. Uh, they don't wait in line to come here. They don't ask permission. They just demand when they get here the cornucopia of benefits: education, medication, housing. Uh, so that they can uh, uh, you know, be a part of this great country. And the problem is that for the first two years of the Biden administration, we've got over 5 million illegals who have entered the country. And let me be clear about one thing. I have no problem with people coming here. With, there's no question that we are a nation of immigrants. The question is, how do you come here and whether or not we know enough about you to allow you to come here and whether or not we're going to disrupt our own social safety net by, you know, allowing millions of people here uh, while at the same time taking away benefits. And I'll give you an example. Just today, uh, we are finding out that in New York City, which is where I work, That schools are giving up their gyms so that illegals can house themselves in the gym. And children no longer have the opportunity to do phys ed in, in gyms. And veterans are being thrown out of hotels, veterans who fought for this country and came back from wars with fewer limbs than they left with. And, you know, we're also throwing out that the people who are planning to have weddings this summer, they're being told, you know, sorry, but those rooms that you wanted, you're not going to have them anymore. And it's typical of what happened with the uh, baby formula problem. There was a whole pallet of baby formula at the southern border for the illegals, but you ask any American mother or grandmother who was looking for baby formula, the shelves were empty. And the the Biden administration simply said, oh, well, that's the law. Well, you know, I think most Americans are upset about the imbalance. You throw out veterans for illegals, you throw out American citizens uh, who are homeless. So you can put illegals in the homes. And we are now at a point where we've got a Department of Justice that is no longer about justice. It is a department that is identified along with the FBI parents as domestic terrorists because they care about their children. And they care about the fact that their children are being taught about things that maybe children in first and second grade shouldn't know about, forgetting about. You know CRT and white kids being convinced that you know they are the oppressors and you know they've been horrible people. It's it's almost as though you have to worry about books and what they're being shown. There are books in grammar schools that would be considered pornographic, and we're not banning books. We're just saying no. You know what? Maybe you need to be a little older to see that book. And then we've got the First Amendment. People are told what they can say and what they can uh, uh, and whether or not they're going to be canceled. And the interference with the presidential election, the Durham report is out as of yesterday. And they said the FBI didn't follow the law. The FBI did an investigation of Donald Trump without the proper probable cause. And the FISA court judge allowed the the wiretapping and the, the tracking of an American citizen through whom they watched Donald Trump and then impeached him twice. There was no evidence there. And there was no Russia collusion there. And yet now we've got 51 Intel uh, heads who say that that, you know, Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. These are the heads of the CIA. And even John Brennan admitted he said we did it so that Biden would have a point in the presidential election. This is not the America that we grew up in. This is a problem. And what we've got to do is try to understand how this takedown is happening, how why Americans no longer have faith in the criminal justice system or in the courts, and what we can do about it.
0: Amen and amen. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to New York Times bestselling author, Judge Jeanine Pirro. Her latest must-read, Crimes Against America, The Less Takedown of Our Republic. Uh, Judge, you also talk about the immense power of a district attorney versus elected political officials to shape legislation and why George Soros, under the radar, is attempting to do just that by backing prosecutors that will reshape America in 50 of its largest cities. Case in point, District Attorney of New York, Alvin Bragg, a Soros-backed operative. Can you expound
1: well, you know, George Soros made a decision that he would back, through the Democrat Socialists of America, uh, prosecutors in big cities. And these prosecutors are not your traditional law-and-order guys uh, or women. Uh, and, of course, I was a, uh, I became an assistant DA and, uh, a long time ago, and the, the first female DA, I think it was in 1993 – uh, right now, these Soros progressive, I don't know why they're called progressive, they're regressive in my mind, but they're more interested in the criminal than the victim. And so their agenda is to release the criminal. It was started with cashless bail, and they act as though bail is something that's unconstitutional, when in reality it's in the Eighth Amendment to the Constitution. Bail is certainly legal as long as it is it is not uh, unfair or unjust. And they pretty much wiped it off the books in most states. States in this country, as a result, criminals who might be uh, housed before they commit their next crime or before they intimidate the next witness in their case wouldn't be able uh, to get out. But now they're out, and the victims are second-class citizens, and the criminals are given criminal privilege. You know, they talk about white privilege, and I talk about criminal privilege. And it is taking down our society. Law and order is evolving into chaos and anarchy. And since the first order of government is a protection of its people, we cannot possibly survive like this. We cannot have cities where people are afraid to go out at night, Businesses cannot thrive. Right now, the National Retail Association estimates that we have lost $100 billion since uh, COVID hit in retail organized criminal uh, crime and retail crime. And that's a problem. And unfortunately, it doesn't just, you know, it's not something that happens. We all end up paying increased prices for the theft. And, you know, you then have prosecutors like Alvin Bragg who wants to prosecute this guy and charge him with manslaughter who ended up um, uh, holding back a, a guy in the middle of a uh schizophrenic episode who was threatening people in a subway car uh, underground and saying, I don't care if I spend the rest of my life in prison or if I die. Now back to anyone is the message that he's homicidal and suicidal. And yet Alvin Bragg makes a decision after the police did not make an arrest that he's going to charge him with manslaughter. But Brooke Jenkins, who is not a progressive DA San Francisco, who took over for Chesa Boudin, who was outed as a progressive D.A., um, you know, not filed charges against a store clerk who ended up shooting a thief because the store clerk felt that he was in mortal danger from the thief who threatened to stab him with a knife. So the problem is that since the police have been defunded, since the police have been uh, demoralized and are not making arrests, we are left to our own vigilante justice, and we're left to protect ourselves. And that is not the way we want it and need it. And that's why I wrote Crimes Against America. And if you read the book, you'll see how every pillar of, of America has been taken down and there are facts and footnotes to the book which support everything that I'm saying.
0: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the Honorable Judge Janine Pirro, author of her latest must-read Crimes Against America, The Left's Takedown of Our Republic. You can learn more about Judge Janine's heralded work, career, and more by visiting judgejanine.store and get her book at winningpublishing.com and Amazon. Amazon.com. You will be blessed, battle ready, and encouraged that you did. Judge Shanine, thank you for the honor of bringing your voice back to testimony for such a time as this. Your perseverance in the face of great evil and great perversity thrust on our nation by a thank Marxist you. administration is a fight we all need to join as soldiers for our country, soldiers for our families, and our freedoms. And last, Most important of all, Soldiers for the Cause of Christ, your latest must read, Crimes Against America is a clarion call to be just that, and brilliantly so. We thank you, and God bless you. you you.
1: I just want to mention one more thing. You can also get it on JudgeJBook.com. Judge, the letter J, book.com. Thank you, and God bless